BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Six PM. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. The Book of Joe podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey there, welcome back to the Book of Joe podcast. We like to call it the most interesting and unpredictable baseball podcast that's out there. You never know who's going to show up. I am Tom Verducci. Of course, Joe Madden is with me again. And our special guest, Joe, it's kind of Lafayette College Day around here. I mean, we couldn't get Stephen Crane on account of he died in 1900. He also skipped out of school after one semester. (laughs) So we have David Bednar, all-star closer and member of Team USA in the WBC. So we got two leopards on the show today, Joe. You can't get better than that, man. You know, when uh, when uh, you brought up that you were going to get – you had a chance to get David on the show, and we were just talking prior to coming on. Uh, I was at the homecoming last year, and a coach there, A.J. Miller, I was asking him about David. He could not make it. He just told us why because he had just gotten married. But I've been wanting to meet this guy, uh, truth be told – what 2020 and with the Padres? Did we not with the Angels play you an exhibition game of some kind? Yeah, exactly. At at, uh, at your ballpark, right? And that's the first time I first time I saw him throwing. I didn't know you were a, a leopard at that time. And I said, I asked somebody, "Who is that?" I mean, who is that? I really liked the arm a lot. And then I I, I brought it up a couple other times to different people, and uh, nobody really researched you enough. I'm listen, man. <laughs> that first time I saw you throw a baseball. I don't care if you're from Lafayette or from uh, Moravian, Muhlenberg, any of any of the uh, Lehigh Valley schools. That was impressive. So it's great to meet you finally. And now you're playing in Pittsburgh with uh, my boy Sheltie. And I'll shut up for right now. But, man, it's great to have you on board. 
Oh man, thank you guys for having me. It's uh, you know, thanks for having me. It's a, definitely an honor, and that's a that's a big compliment coming from you. I'm serious, man. Yeah, you're gonna have a long career. Just stay well. Do all your little jobs and all the exercises after you throw. Make sure you take care of yourself, man, because you can play for a while. That stuff's that good. Thank you. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna get into David's story. Besides Lafayette, it's a fascinating background because we're talking about somebody not just coming out of a let's face it, not a huge baseball powerhouse on the baseball map, but a thirty fifth round. What do you mean? Hit. My whole my whole my whole infield played pro ball. The whole infield from the, the nineteen seventy three fourteen played. Uh, at least we played pro ball. That's, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. And this guy is now on Team USA. I want to start there, David, because I've been following the games, obviously. The, the atmosphere is just tremendous. If anybody hasn't checked out any WBC game, especially Team USA, you have to check it out. So, David, i got to ask you, being part of this group here, when your buddy's back home, uh, family members asking you, hey, What's it like playing with this Team USA? It's essentially an all-star team. What do you tell them? I mean, honestly, it's just unreal. Uh, you know, just being being around those group of guys is, is, is really special. You just kind of take a look around the locker room and you see the talent from top to bottom. It's, you know, it's it's a it's an incredible group to be around. And I'm just trying to soak in, you know, every every moment, every opportunity I have and just try and make the most of it because it, it, it truly is unbelievable. David, how did the invite come about? You know, I, I we had our actually like we had like a meeting with uh, our GM Ben and uh, Sheltie at the end of last year, and they they kind of brought it up to me, and uh, you know, obviously I was very interested, and you know, they're they've been very supportive about it the whole time. So you know, and then probably three weeks after they brought it up to me is whenever I found out I was officially on the squad. Is it's it's really humbling and a huge honor to be a part of that group and. You know, have the opportunity to wear you you know USA across the chest. It's 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 really special, and you know I'm I'm incredibly uh, thankful for it for it. Have you have you pitched yet? I haven't watched. I haven't seen anything. Have you pitched yet? Or are you going to pitch soon? Or? I threw that uh, in the first uh, game against Great Britain, okay. um, and it, it was awesome. I mean, just the the atmosphere here for all the games has been really cool. Just to kind of just take a step back and you know realize what's going on because you know watching some of the WBCs in the past, you you always see on TV how electric it is and um, to be, you know, on the field and being there in person, it's, it's, it's really cool. How many innings do they have mapped out for you? Do you have uh, did they give you something in advance? How they are going to use you for the WBC? Um, nothing like in particular, I think it's just going to, okay. you know, depend on, you know, game situations and stuff like that. But uh, being a reliever, I feel like there's, you know, selfishly, you know, aside from you know having the honor to wear usa just to be in this environment there's a, i don't think there's anything better to get ready for a season either yeah it's going to definitely amp you up a little bit more quickly and um, did you throw a little bit more prior to coming to the camp this year because of this um just a little bit you know i, yeah. I in the past couple of years i've been you know coming to camp pretty much ready to roll so mm-hmm. this year really wasn't too much different it was nice how spring training worked out you know being able to get like in the three three or four games right before um, coming here. So, uh, you know, coming in ready to go and, uh, you know, ready to get some outs and, and those kind of atmospheres is, was, was big. So it's kind of a typical lead into the whole thing. So nothing, nothing unusual for you. That's yeah, good. Yeah, That's great. Doubt. That's great. That's great. So David, hopefully you haven't had to pick up any checks with this group because let's face it, <laughs> there's a lot of zeros after <laughs> before the decimal point with these guys. Um, Give me an idea of what it's like with this team, the way you bonded, and give me some insights if you have any on when you're playing next to guys like Trout, Arenado, Goldschmidt, who you know are good players, 
but I'm sure you're probably learning some things about why they're good players. Yeah, without a doubt. I think that's that's one of the coolest things about this whole experience. Obviously, you see the highlights all the time, but you know the behind the scenes stuff of you know they're getting their work in. They're they're incredibly dedicated to their craft and. You know the fact that they're still, you know, grinding every every single day, and you know, taking everything one pitch at a time, and to see things from that perspective uh, is really cool, and you know, really kind of was like, okay, it makes sense, uh, you know, why they're they're so good, and they've been so good for such a long time. So I think that's that's one of the biggest takeaways, and uh, you know, it's cool to pick all everybody's brain on the on the pitching side of you know how they how they've been able to you know the longevity of their careers and how they were able to stay successful for so long. And, and who's your catch partner? I'm always like intrigued by how guys find a way to, they pair up and they have a certain catch partner, right? Who, who is it for you in this group? Yeah, I've been playing catch with uh, Devin Williams. So, um, you know, it, it's great until he busts out that change up. Then I'm, I'm really, I'm just fighting it off. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> that is nasty, man. That thing just stops and drops. It's unbelievable. Oh man, it, it it really is unbelievable. It's just uh, I don't even know how I catch it. Well, what is your like you you have a split for what do you do there? I mean, I was watching it from the side that time. What is your other pitch? A fastball, curveball, and a splitter. Is it a real split? Do you, I mean, like you really split your fingers pretty good, almost a forkball, or just uh, slightly? Just a little bit. It's, I don't. My hands aren't enormous, so you know how how that came about was I was in uh, instructs one year and Hideo Nomo was there and one of our pitching coordinators kind of got me in touch with him and he's one of the ones that really had a big influence. And then you know when I was coming up in the Padre with the Padres, I uh, you know Kirby Yates was there, so it was I had two really good resources to you know just talk splitters and get their mindset and just really pick their brain about how they, you know, how they went about it and, you know, making those little minor adjustments throughout the game. I had Kirby with the Rays and Kirby didn't have that early on. Kirby was pretty much fastball slider when I first had him. And I, I always liked Kirby. Mm-hmm. Kirby was one of those top of the zone fastball guys, uh, get it above it. And then uh, really, really good breaking ball. He just he had one bad game against the Royals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salvador Perez hits a three run homer in the eighth inning. Uh, hits the left field foul pull up to Trop and everybody loses their mind. Uh, kind of hurt his confidence for a bit. But this guy, I've always, I've always been a big Kirby fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so happy for his success. It's not about him, but I'm just saying it was. It's curious that he eventually. I know when he got to that split changeup, whatever that is, that just turned him around completely. He was more predictable. I think it gave him something to do more specifically with left-handers. You know, that's that's really where it could be a difference maker. Do you? With you, is that something that you, you use to both sides? I don't want to tip anybody off. Is it something that you like <laughs> on the lefties? Because it's – no, it just disappears, man. It's a, it's a great pitch. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely something that, you know, um, I was kind of missing. I didn't really have that middle ground because my curveball is relatively slow. And then, you know, I didn't have that harder slider. And I could never really get a feel for that. So it gave me like a, a harder breaking – uh, breaking ball and you know it, it turned into one of the reasons why I got an opportunity at the big league level and then um, one of the things that helps me now is I'm I'm very confident to throw you know all three pitches to both sides of the plate and um, whether it's lefty righty whatever That's great. and uh, just I think just having that confidence and you know whenever you throw multiple pitches for strikes uh, you know good Good things tend to happen. Yeah, if you have that kind of package working working to both sides, that's a that's a difference maker right there. And beyond just having good stuff, having the confidence to throw that stuff and knowing what you're doing with it, I'm 
that's outstanding. And what do you, when I saw, I think you were like 95, 96, you're still pitching at that level. Is that your fastball? Yeah. Right around there. I think like usually like 96, yeah. 97 was the past a year or two. I kind of had a little bit of a jump in the, in the, cool. in the past couple of years. I'm going to have to pay attention more this year. I mean, with Sheltie and, you know, I, I listen, <laughs> after I got let go by the angels last year, all I did was golf garden and grill. That's all I did. And then, and then at the end of the year, Tommy and I started, uh, doing some uh, stuff like this regarding uh, playoff games. So I started watching more uh, vigilantly. But I will watch this year. I, I'm serious, man. I love your stuff. You're going to be good for a long period of time. The split's going to be a big difference maker for you, and I'm glad to hear that you have that much confidence in all of it. Yeah, thank you. appreciate that. Yeah, Chelsea's the man. Yeah, I mean, he, he was my hitting coach for several awesome. years. We had a really good time. I kind of have a tend to have a good time. I think, that, I think that's what I learned at Lafayette, having a good time. Rather than yeah, without a doubt. Well, I want, I want to talk to him about his velo because I, I don't want to shortchange it, David, because I, I don't know if you officially hit 100, but I, I know you, you've got it up there, at least on the, the scoreboard in triple digits. So I want to dive into, we're going to take a quick break, but we get back, how you develop velocity and the path for David Bednar goes from Mars to Lafayette. We'll explain that when we get back. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. All right, we're here with David Bednar from, yeah, I said Mars, Mars High School outside of 
Pittsburgh, PA. Fighting planets. Uh, and the mascot, David, is the fighting planet. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. What do your unis look like? Do you actually have a planet on it? Like the solar system. There's yeah, there's a little there's a little planet on there, and it's it's funny because I didn't I never thought anything of it until like you know I got to college and you know when I was playing pro ball and t- guys asking you know figuring out where you go to high school and like oh that <laughs> made a big deal of it I just never really thought of it and funny enough there's a there's a school right down the road uh, Moon so you know whenever Mars played Moon there was a little inter- intergalactic battle I, I don't want to bore you guys right now but a, a lady a midwife from Mars PA. Uh, birth my daughter Sarah, and I'll just leave it at that. That's, that's the only other person I've ever heard from Mars, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I want one of those Mars hats, man. Yeah, yeah. planet. We, we can make that happen. That'd be a great golf hat. Listen, I will wear that on a golf course. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think USC and Arizona State were beating down the door to to find David when he's a senior at at uh, Mars. And your dad was your coach, right? Yeah, at Mars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's been my he's been my coach for a long time, and he was the high school coach at the time, and still is very involved with. Uh, you know, Mars athletics and Mars baseball as a whole. That's awesome. Uh, as a, a son of a coach myself, uh, I have tremendous respect for coaches' sons. They just, I always think, and of course I'm prejudiced, they do get a true education on, on what goes on Without uh, kind of behind the scenes. So good on you. So you did have, I guess, some smaller D1 schools and D2 schools. Tell me the story about how you wound up in Lafayette. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I, I didn't throw very hard in high school at all, and uh, you know, trying to had a lot of the college recruiting path was like a, I just had a lot of heartbreak. Uh, a lot of schools being like, you know what, it's all right, but you know, if you throw just a little bit harder, you know, it was just never, never quite there. So yeah, eventually uh, had like two Division two offers, and Lafayette was like one of two kind of Division one offers. But yeah, it all it all kind of stemmed from uh, you know, Coach Kenny was at Lafayette at the time and he, he came out to uh Pittsburgh it was like a cold October morning I threw a bullpen just on some local high school field and you know right after that I was like you know what this it's all right and then right after that he offered and you know, I was like let's do it so uh that's that was the, the path to Lafayette and you know I, I was just so thankful for the opportunity to uh be able to play there because uh you know, one of the things that really jumped out at me at Lafayette was the the combination of Division One athletics and then also just a very strong, uh, very good academics. So, you know, those two things were very important to me, and uh, Lafayette definitely both checked both those boxes. Great facilities there, Tommy. By the way, and then the foot—I love the football stadium. I love the way that sits Fisher Field sits down in a bowl. It's very unique. It's very cool. Yeah, I, I love that. I actually played one season there, and. And then out at Metzger Fields, they've done a nice job out there, really picking that up, the clubhouses. And uh, the whole thing about it, man, I I know I'm biased. Okay, I am. I get it in a sense. But I love going back there. I love hanging out there. I'm going back again this fall. Uh, got to know, like, the, the administration really well. But I understand what he's talking about. It's a great balance of athletics and, I mean, academics and, then of course, athletics. It's, it's beautiful. So, David, you mentioned the velo. You were probably throwing, I, I guess, mid-80s in high school, right? You get to Lafayette. And by the time you get drafted in 2016, you're in the low 90s now. Um, talk about the progression because it wasn't long after you became a pro. You got up to uh, you know, 93, 94, 95. Everybody's looking for velocity, right? Um, and everybody wants a quick hack to get there. And I know it was not the case for you as a quick hack. Talk about the way you develop velocity. Yeah, I think one of the things is it's it's there's everybody is looking like you said everybody's looking for that magic bullet and you know in my experience there there really isn't one it's that long process and I think you kind of have to fall in love with the process and uh, 
I think, you know, when I, as soon as I got to college, it was kind of that mindset of I had the, such a great opportunity to, uh, you know, play there. And I, I took made most of it. And I, you know, I spent a lot of time in the weight room, a lot of time long tossing. But, you know, back to the process part, it, it was never like kind of instant gratification. You get li- little tidbits here and there, but, you know, it, it was more of the just doing a little bit each day. It would show up kind of later in the year, later in the summer. But yeah, in college, it was definitely more of the meathead mantra of, you know, more, more is better, trying to lift the house and all that stuff, um, which is great at the time. Uh, You know, I was really strong and everything like that. And then uh, once I got to pro ball, it kind of shifted to, you know, the more of the mobility stuff, the functional stuff. So, but, you know, I think one, you couldn't do one without the other, because without that good base of of, you know, weight room strong, uh, you know, I don't think the functional stuff works as well. So I've been fortunate to have a lot of great strength coaches throughout my career and uh, who've, who've really helped me take it to the next level and uh, show me, you know, a lot of different routines and uh, different workouts and stuff like that to just uh, be able to stay on top of it. Tommy, as a, as a young scout back in the day too, I used to call, I used to scouts Colorado and uh, like all the, the, the colder climates as well as, of course, uh, where, he, where David comes from in Pennsylvania. I, I've always wanted those big, strong guys from those cold-weather states because I always thought there was more in the tank. Uh, a lot of stuff had not been developed at that point. He has not thrown that much. I mean, the seasons are like 15, 16 games. You're playing in the snow sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you go, out, you, go out, you go out in the summertime, and you might play three days a week. And then, But you're working while you're playing, and it's, it's really hard in, uh, from a baseball perspective, like in northeastern Pennsylvania or in western Pennsylvania, to really develop those kind of attributes did you, did you play football, David, too? Did you do that, or wasn't that required? Yeah, exactly. It was definitely a prereq in uh, Western PA. Um, <laughs> yeah, I played through, through high school. You know, I mean, there's, there's, it's, that's my point. I mean, I always wanted those cold-weather big guys, pitchers, and I would project on them a little bit more. I could talk about Kirk Knudsen in, in uh, Colorado State. Of course, uh, I saw big Daryl Ackerfelds out there from uh, Colorado. Even uh, Roy Holiday. Holiday was from that particular area out there, and all these guys were like, under the radar guys for a bit, uh, but they were big, strong. Uh, Rick Aguilera, all these guys were big, strong guys. They're under the radar early, and then all of a sudden, boom, they take off as they get older and their bodies develop. Where then they get uh, some, you know, a, a, a mentor, an instructor that really could smooth their mechanics out a little bit, give them a better idea. But it, the, the, the climate conspires against you, but in the long run, I think it actually helps you. I agree. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, there used to be an old line among scouts. You probably heard it, Joe. The best thing for a young pitcher is a good snowfall. You know, <laughs> get him inside playing basketball or doing other sports that just throwing twelve months a year. So I've, I've never heard that, but I like that. David got drafted by. Listen to these numbers, but David gets drafted in the thirty-fifth round. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is twenty sixteen. One thousand forty-fourth player drafted. Now, just to give you an idea what the odds are here, if you get drafted. First of all, there is no 35th round anymore. They cut it off after 20. <laughs> if you get drafted back in the day after the 20th round, you have a 95% chance of not playing a day in the major leagues. Okay? So that's the kind of odds that you face. So, David, wh- where did you get the belief that this was going to work out for you? you? Because I'm sure you have mentors, teachers, family, people saying you can do it. But to me, it can't go anywhere unless you have that inner belief. So where did that come from as you get into the pro ball and you see these guys with big bonuses, first round picks, and you think you're on equal ground with them? Yeah, without a doubt, it was definitely a daunting task. Um, You know, at first I wasn't even thinking really about that. It was, 
you know, I was just so grateful for the opportunity to play professional baseball and keep it going. And I, I just kind of put my head down and kept grinding every single day. And the Padres kind of made it pretty clear that if you get outs, you'll, you'll always have an opportunity and, you know, it didn't matter where you were. And, you know, I, I kind of took that to heart. I just kind of, you kind of look up, look up, look back now and thinking, man, like just, just wow. It's definitely been a crazy journey. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't probably until uh, I was backing up a big league game and, you know, I think I had like a strikeout or two and had some success in that. I was like, oh, OK, like so my stuff, you know, I can, I can actually pitch to these guys and get these guys out. And then it's, you know, once you have that internal belief and that confidence, it's it's kind of contagious and you kind of success kind of breeds success and you kind of keep uh, that domino effect rolling. And then next thing you know, you, you kind of keep climbing throughout the system, keep getting outs and it turned into an opportunity to uh, be a September call-up in 2019. He just described level three right there, Tommy, I belong here, I can do this. i got five levels of being a professional. You know, you, you arrive at that point, you go through, happy to be here, and I'm happy to be here, level one. Level two, survival, I really dig this, I want to stay here, but your mind is all over the place. And then finally you wake up one day, you go out there, you look around, and you get out on the mound, you pitch well, but you look around uh, and everybody around you say to yourself, man, I can do this. I don't care. I belong here. I can do this with this group. And that's when you have a chance to take off. But you have to arrive at that point. Otherwise, it's going to be this ephemeral thing. You're going to go up and down, up and down. You don't really believe it. But the moment you believe it, man, all that stuff you got inside you comes to the forefront. And that's where you become really good. I was thinking of that. <laughs> Without a doubt. It's 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 really that, that confidence that you know really allowed me to you know, that the belief that, okay, yeah, my stuff plays, I can, I can get really anybody out. And then, you know, you kind of take that and run with it. Absolutely. And then lo and behold, in 2021, he gets traded by the Padres in the Joe Musgrove deal. (laughs) And where does the fighting planet go? He's going back (laughs) home to Pittsburgh. I mean, what was that like, David, and sharing that news with your family? Uh, Unbelievable. Um, you know, I, I, I still have to pinch myself, you know, every day getting to go and walk in the pirate clubhouse and, you know, seeing all the jerseys. Cause I was a, I was a huge Bucko fan growing up. So now to be a part of it is, I don't want to, you know, be a dead horse, but it's, 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 it's truly unbelievable. And I'm, I'm so blessed to have that opportunity and it, it really is awesome and amazing. And yeah, I, I initially found out on Twitter. I almost didn't want to believe it because I didn't want to get my hopes up and have something not fall through. And then the next day I got a call and saying it was official. So then, you know, it was just, just incredible. You know, my whole family is just incredibly pumped up. And my wife, my family, they all can just drive 20 minutes down to PNC instead of, you know, hopping on flights and to come see me. So that, that's been just unbelievable. I love the bird and I love that ballpark. That ballpark, I think, is one of the top five in all of baseball. They nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. I've never seen the home site clubhouse. The visiting, visiting site clubhouse is, is really good enough. But mm-hmm. when you walk out there, man, it's like a, it's it's new, but it's a taste of the old, the way they have the bridges set up out there. You get the skyline. Oh, yeah. I love riding my bike up and down the river there. I go up by the Heinz ketchup plant, and I go up there to some kind of Greek church up on a hill. Uh, I, I just love the vibe there. I love the bird. And I could see as a young Major League Baseball player coming from that area, it's got to be, got to be really exciting on a nightly basis. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, really do have to pinch myself. Cool, man. Hey, David, we're talking about, you know, where you got drafted. We should point out your brother, Will, 
was a first round draft pick. That's <laughs> uh, been a lot of fun uh, going back and forth with him about uh, about that being being a first rounder and everything like that. Now, Will is in the Giants organization. Uh, how's he doing? What's ahead for him this year? He's doing well. He uh, he was uh, banged up a little bit last year, but you know he's he's starting to throw again here shortly, and I you know I'm, I'm excited for him and the opportunity he has with the Giants now to you know uh, his stuff's nasty. I mean. Uh, he won the College World Series and was a big part of that. So that was a lot of fun to watch him, and it's been really cool to see him progress as a, you know, as a as a baseball player, and you know, watching him grow. And it's it's really special because you know he's he's very talented. He works hard, and uh, you know, really the sky's the limit for him. And speaking of the sky's the limit, we're going to take a quick break, finish up with David Bednar, and I'm going to ask him about what's ahead for the Buckos, the Pittsburgh Pirates. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome back to the Book of Joe podcast. Our guest is Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher and Team USA pitcher, David Bednar. David, we talk about the Pirates. You can see some of the young talent coming up. O'Neill Cruz, just amazing. The year that Brian Reynolds had, establishing himself as one of the stars of the game. 
give me a vibe of if you're a Pirates fan and you see some of the signs that things are starting to turn a corner here, give me a sense of uh, how quickly it might happen. And, and what do you feel being around this group of guys? Oh man, there's a, there's definitely a different vibe this year going into spring training, and you, you know I think everybody's really feeling it, and you know everybody's really bought into you know obviously everybody's bought into winning, but it's it's I think it's more as real now. It's 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 attainable because there's so much young talent, and adding some veteran adding some veterans to help you know speed that process up a little bit is is really special, and it's really cool because you know everybody's looking to take that next step forward, and uh, you know individually and collectively as a team. And, you know, we have some exciting baseball in store in Pittsburgh. I mean, I said you have to get to that ascension process. And uh, once there's really something to be said about learning how to win and learning how to win on the major league level, there's going to be some short term goals met. And that you have to do that before you reach your long term goals. You have to have those short term goals met. And uh, I don't know, like that's winning each month. I, I was into winning the week, winning the month. Uh, from my perspective, um, you got to chase the dudes in front of you, like in, within your division. For the Cubs, it was the Cardinals, of course, and with the Rays, it was the Yankees and the Red Sox. And man, I just I would just get so jacked up when we played those teams. You played the better teams, but you got to you got to get to them. You got to be able to shake hands on their mound, on their field after a victory, after the ninth inning. And when you start doing that consistently, then you start believing it. But that's part of the ascension process. But there is something to be said when it's it's kind of hard to define, like learning how to win. Uh, learning how to win pretty much as each guy, each your, your team itself, uh, really having a common culture, a, com- a common method of doing this thing. And then uh, there's a strong believability that you're going to win on that night. It's not like, yeah, maybe we're going to win. No, we're going to win. We're going to win tonight. We're going to beat these guys somehow. And, and having a, a plan or a method to do that. And no, I like your young guys too. I think it's great. Like I said, Shelty and the boys. I know Andy Haynes really well too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys there. I know Chad Noble, the roving Casting instructor, I mean, a lot of Cub guys involvement there, but, but there's a believability that you have to. You can't think you do. you got to believe you do. And sometimes you have to convince yourself of that, and eventually you learn how to win. Without a doubt. It's almost like the fake it till you make it thing. Right. you got to believe, you gotta believe yeah, it. If you believe it, you'll see it. It's not see it and believe it. you got to believe it to see it. That's a Wayne Dyer gig, and I've always thought that. I used to tell my players that. In order, you have to believe it to see it. And so I think believing comes first. Without a doubt. Well, it's been a blast, David. I mean, one of the things I love about WBC is, yeah, there's a lot of stars there, but it also gives the stage to, let's face it, some players who haven't gotten into that postseason limelight, maybe not be well-known. And I I think you've jumped out. I know you pitched that one game against Great Britain, but I I know even people around the team have been impressed with your stuff, seeing it up close, and hopefully fans get a chance to check you out and uh, and keep it up, man. This Team USA has been a a rock and roll ride, and – Hopefully it's a long one all the way to the finish. So really appreciate your time. Thank you guys for having me. It was great talking with you guys. It was a pleasure to visit with David Bednar. Joe, not just because he went to Lafayette, but I love his story. I mean, you think about a guy drafting the 35th round uh, with probably below average velocity at the time, or maybe average velocity. And here he is, an all-star pitcher. He's closing for the Pirates, his hometown team. He's pitching for Team USA. It's just a great story. And um as you can hear, talking to David, just a great guy as well. Yeah, definitely the dream come true situation. May all your surrealisms come true. Coming from a small town in Pennsylvania, get it. I love the idea that he's close, his family's close at the ballpark because they're going to make that trek often. Um, those beautiful Pennsylvania nights and, 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 and what that, that means to that, that entire family. And him, I'm telling you, man, I've seen him pitch. This guy's good. It's not just okay, it's good. 
And uh, it's, it's uh, like I said earlier, too, the fact that he did not throw that much coming up because you just can't you just can't throw that much in uh, Pennsylvania, western or eastern Pennsylvania in the spring. So you kind of save your arm a little bit. But uh, he sounds like he's got great inner strength. And, uh, again, I'm looking forward to getting to know him better when we get back to campus in the offseason. Uh, thanks for getting him on because that was all you, and I really appreciated that, too. Well, I can tell you, too, Joe, that um, in talking to the coaching staff of Team USA, because let's face it, they haven't seen him up close. They're blown away by his stuff. I mean, this guy has elite stuff, high 90s velocity, the breaking ball, the split. He's not afraid to throw any of those pitches at any point of account. So, he, listen, he's one of those guys to me that has jumped out early in the WBC that if you didn't know David Bednar, you better get to know him because he's a force in the game. That's what I thought the first time I saw him. I said, who is that? And then they, they said, David Bednar. Okay, good. And then somebody said, he's from Lafayette. I said, really? And then I became even more interested. Good for him. Bully for him. All right, Mr. Lafayette, you got something uh, to take us out here to finish up Lafayette Day on the Book of Joe? <laughs> I should have something from the marquee himself, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is like perfect for all that. I, I can't believe I messed that up. Uh, this is from Phil Jackson, one of our favorites. And, and it really applies to everything we've just been talking about. Uh, the strength of the team is each individual member. And the strength of each member is the team. Love that stuff. Uh, you're talking to him. You can see the team orient- orientation about him. You've been talking about Team USA. And everybody's so proud to wear the, the uniform and compete against everybody else. So the strength of each member is the team. I love that. Mr. Phil Jackson. There we have it. Very nice. Worked out pretty well for Phil, huh? He won a little bit. Yeah, he did okay. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't hurt to have Michael Jordan on your side. But I... You know, I've always I try to get I try to get together with Phil a couple times. It's not easy, but I've always been a big fan. Yeah, well, this has been fun. And uh, for those of you who haven't checked out any of the WBC, again, you gotta check it out, folks. I I know there's a lot going on with March Madness and your teams in spring training, but the star power, the, the passion of these games, it's it's really baseball at its best the way that it's played. So make sure you check it out. See you next time, Joe. Nice, pure form. Thank you, brother. See you later, man. The Book of Joe podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. 
Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.